Welcome to The Ethical Affiliate, the podcast that's all about living life on your own terms through the exciting world of ethical affiliate marketing. I'm your host, Ida. And I'm Tim. And in each episode, we'll be exploring the possibilities, strategies, and mindset shifts that can empower you to build a business that aligns with your values and allows you to design the life you've always dreamed of. Join us as we share our journey and hear from industry experts and successful affiliate marketers who have embraced this new approach to business, discover the strategies they use to navigate the ever-evolving digital landscape, build sustainable income streams, and most importantly, live life on their own terms. So buckle up and get ready for a journey into the world of ethical affiliate marketing. This is The Ethical Affiliate, where we believe that living life on your own terms is not just a dream, it's a reality waiting to be created. Thanks for joining us and let's dive in. Hey Tim, how are you going? Can you believe that we are in episode four of this podcast? I'm well, thanks, Ida. <laughs> yes, I can believe. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it is really amazing. I'm sitting back on my lounge, relaxing. It's actually quite a nice way to do a podcast. It's lovely not having to go anywhere. It's nice to do it from the comfort of your own home. Hey, that's a, that's a really nice segue, although it's a bit early to go into what we're going to talk about today, isn't oh, it? Oh, yes. Yes, you did, that. did you do that deliberately? No. <laughs> so what, what have you been up to this week? Well, this week has been really good um, and really challenging all at the same time. I think every week's been like that for me. Uh, I went away to Dubbo, got on downtown Dubbo. Um, it was really, it's a nice town. The people were really happy. Actually, a lot of the young folk were pretty happy too. Yeah. A couple of, um, couple of, Actually, it was really interesting. I um, I saw a couple of people that one would assume had addiction issues and, and I, I kind of felt for them, but I wonder if it was more a physical manifestation, like a medical issue, because there was some pretty out there, a couple of pretty out there people. And I felt for them. It made me wonder what happens to these guys? Where do mm. they go? What do they do? How do they live, you know? Uh, but Dubbo itself is a, is a lovely little town, um, big for wide our, streets. For our yeah. international listeners, where's Dubbo? Dubbo. Dubbo. Is for all of our international listeners that are listening Watch all over the world. Dubbo is in New South Wales, west of New South Wales, about probably six hours west of Sydney, five and a half, six hours west of Sydney. Um, yeah. Wheat district or no? What's, what's, what's I have no idea. All right. I don't know. I've only explored the perimeter of this country. <laughs> I haven't actually explored the interior of right. New South Wales yet. Excellent. Um, but, uh, God, the drive was beautiful. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus, I love yeah. road tripping. Yeah. I could, I would be a happy traveller. So how long does it take to get out of this, out of Sydney itself before you sort of hit the country? Oh, not long. I just hop on the M4. I'm not far from the M4, so yes. I just hop on there and before I know it, I'm in the mountains and nice. the drive is really lovely and I got to visit um, somewhere I used to live mm-hmm. when uh, I was a single mama back in the day with my then two-year-old. So that was nice to go back and see the house and awesome. relive some of those memories. It was really yeah, it was good. Beautiful part of the world. It was Blackheath. It's gorgeous. That is in the Blue Mountains, yep. which is maybe five or four hours from Dubbo. 
So, yeah, it was really lovely. Yeah. Yeah, so it was nice to get away, catch up with some family. I had my cousin and her kids come along, so it's really great for my daughter to hang out with her cousins and it's actually really lovely, really, really nice, relaxing weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Very How good. About you? Well, I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> I stayed here in Perth. Oh, Perth but, uh, yeah, I've had a pretty interesting week too. I've been experimenting with adver- advertising, which we talked about earlier, and mm. had some interesting responses and results from that. Um, it's uh, it's curious to see the sort of responses you get to people who don't know you and have no clue about the business you're in or anything else, really. Yeah. So um, it's one of the... the uh, curious aspects of social media i guess it brings out people who you wonder how they function almost will they go care around to elaborate? To, will they go around abuse sorry what was that care to elaborate where they go around abusing people in the street or they just leave it behind when they're sitting behind the desk you know the keyboard warrior aspect as they call it mm. um oh yeah they uh well a couple once because <laughs> i was wearing a hat in my photo and um uh, he said, oh, you must be a shady character because you're wearing a cap, which is, well, I, I don't know how to comment on any of these comments because it's just sometimes I'm lost for words. <laughs> and um, and I thought to myself, no, it was just a blazing hot day. And uh, mm-hmm. the other guy was abusing me about being a scammer and all this sort of stuff purely on, I don't know what, actually. Um, I, I assume he read what I was reading. Um, but he kind of, what he came up with was, indicating to me he didn't actually read my post at all really because he was sort of saying you, you wouldn't know this and wouldn't know that whereas I kind of elaborate in the post what my experience has been so mm. um and uh, I will say this on on uh, on live here we are that um he's accusing me of being a scammer in the whole industry of being a scammer I'm in and you're in and um, yet he was from the banking and finance industry which as we uh-huh. know is he's not really the ideal um example of purity and ethical practices Let's just leave it at that. I know, right? Interesting. Uh, so the irony was not lost on me, but it must have been lost on him somehow. But um, as I said to you, Definitely. he had no picture. He had no picture on his profile. So, you know, what can you say? Who's hiding? Who's yeah, hiding? Who's hiding? Yeah, yeah right there. You, who's, why are you hiding? So Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, it, did, it did set me back a little bit um, simply because, look, I felt in a way I, I was wasting my time even responding, but I was trying to respond nicely. And I didn't go for the straight out blockage thing but um in the end it just got out of hand and um clearly i wasn't even going to get through so i just hid the comments and and moved on um but yeah i guess in in summary of the week i suppose i've been experimenting with advertising and different ways of marketing and and trying to expand what i'm doing and and choosing who i'm reaching out to Mm, sorry sorry go on no i was just gonna say it's an ongoing process and you have different iterations as you're going along and and uh and even even the people who advertise say advertise regularly uh you know three out of ten ads works and they they change that and and uh that's just the name of the game it's a numbers game and reaching the people you want to reach to and help Mm. yeah that's so true but it's interesting how um how really this podcast is actually quite important because there's still so many people out there that are suspicious of everything and they actually end up missing out on really amazing opportunities. So um, we really need to, uh, we, we need to keep talking. We need to keep this in conversation, the whole 
yeah. thing about being not just being uh, in affiliate marketing, but being really ethical about it, you know, so that those people, when they show up, um, you can turn around and go, well, actually, this is what I do. Now, why don't you go and check it out and then come back to me and tell me whether or not I'm a scam artist. Very true. And because that's what people want. They want that reassurance because let's face it, we are all looking for a way out. Well, most of us are looking for a way out of doing what we have to do and make our lives more about what we want to do. Um, and this is a way of doing that. This is actually a really good way of combining the two, you know, um, but it is a journey. It's a journey nonetheless. And it's got, it's, um, you know, it's got, there's positives. There's a lot of positives that, I don't really find the negatives. I think I don't see my challenges as negatives. I, I think it's all part of developing your business skills and your business savvy as well. Um, and But in this particular uh, thing that I'm involved in personally, which is attraction marketing, um, it's about being authentic and really transparent. I'm talking about my own personal business. Um, and that requires a lot of self-reflection and, that can be really challenging for some people. So um, I guess being ethical about it is knowing, is actually just being upfront and transparent, knowing how to do that in a way that doesn't expose you and your personal life and keeps you and your personal life safe. So there's a very clear boundary there, mm -hmm. but also makes others feel comfortable about who they're, they're dealing with or who is actually you know, who they're looking at and who they're seeing. So it's a delicate balance and it's a journey, you know. So I can understand why it set you back. But when you're affiliated with with a product that's really good and you yourself are a really honest and integral person, it's just a matter of time before people cotton onto it. And, you know, when you're on that journey, things kind of crop up and 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 you do things like collaborate yes. and um and and get your message out there somehow. Yeah. I think I think that's you've hit a very good point there that one of the I was thinking as you were talking while listening to you that, I mean, I've been in, in small businesses my entire life and then, I, and then I've worked for a, a family business, which was quite a large business, um, turning over $180 million a year in earth moving and mining. And so I've worked with a company like that, but in general, I've worked in small businesses and I, and I really, the online stuff is not, not that much different at all, which is, which is curious because when I think about it, there's always challenges setbacks call it what you want wins things you need to overcome mindset dealing with customers is really no different what is different is something like the online business can be a lonely business although most most small businesses say they're, they're they feel lonely that's why they have networking groups and things like there's no one to talk to you know we're all competing that's what they say so not a lot of people talk to each other to help them go, yeah, you know, I had the same problem, mate, you know, whatever. And this is what I did. So that's, they do, because that's why you have network meetings, but in the online space, so the online space, you have to, to put another way, online space, you need to find people who you can collaborate with yeah. as we've done or, or, or join or build a community where you can, where you can experience the challenges and, and discuss them because really there's not much different. There's not much different at all. My frustration with these two people was, the inability to really have a proper conversation with them. Yeah. They're sitting there behind a keyboard saying what they like. They don't know me. They don't know you, not that you were involved, but, 
and that's where swinging going around circle to what you're talking about a podcast is that there's a lot of depth to it absolutely and and, and for those who are not who are watching the video that you can see us so we're not, you know, some fake person doing stuff. We just, and we we're, we tell it as it is, really. That's the whole point of the podcast. Um, and so, you know, that helps a lot. And I'd suggest anyone in businesses, you know, to get on and do something like that or do videos or get on YouTube, or whatever you need to do. Um, mm. But, you know, there's really not a lot of difference, not a lot of difference with this business or any other business, except what we're going to talk about now is the portability of it. And dare I use that expression, the laptop lifestyle. And as much as it's it's overused, it is the truth. Although, don't use your laptop by a pool. <laughs> I actually did that the other day. It's really funny. I think in the first episode. <laughs> Not too close. In the very first episode, we spoke about, I can't, well, actually, I said in my rather self-righteous tone <laughs> that I couldn't, you know, I don't know anyone who will take <laughs> and then did it by the pool. Well, actually, I've got to own that. That was me the other day. And I tell you what, I mean, yes, there was a fair bit of distance between me and the pool. Got it. <laughs> um, but it kind of, I had a bit of a chuckle to myself, actually, because I thought, oh, yeah, you thought you were so smarmy, but not so much. Um, it was actually, it's such a, it was really lovely, actually, being able to um, sit at my little table wherever I was next to not too close but you know in the pool area where I could supervise mm -hmm. my daughter in the pool and you know just do whatever I needed to do online and I, I actually really love that I love that I could pick up and go last minute to to Dubbo um, my partner had a gig and we weren't planning on going my daughter and I and then um we just thought last minute, you know what? Yeah, actually, let's go. We really need some time away. Mm. And it was so, God, I cannot express how good it felt to just be able to go, yeah, yeah, okay, let's do it. You know, and not not even think about it, not, not think twice. I didn't have to ring anyone. I didn't have to justify. I didn't, you know, we were just able to pick up and go. And that right there is that's freedom to be able to to run your life as you need to run at any given time. Like, you know, even if my if my daughter is sick or, you know, for whatever reason, I can actually, my laptop fits in my bag and I can take it anywhere. And, you know, really I could even work off my phone if I really wanted to. I just prefer my laptop. But having such a portable business and a business that if you align yourself with the right product and you market your product and you as a person, um, you can't really go wrong, especially like when you're coming from a place of integrity, when you're coming from a place of honesty and transparency, um, it's only a matter of time before your business becomes successful. And I think that that's where we're heading, you know, as, as, uh, robotics and AI start to kind of really, especially with AI, they they make their impact. Before too long, um, we're, we're not going to really need, the jobs are going to be uh, pure and farther in between. And so people of my age group that, you know, in their 50s and older, I'm going to find it really hard to get a job, you know. Um, and, you know, look, to be honest, 
after working from the age of 16, I don't want to go work for somebody else. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want that. And I, I don't think many people really do. Some some people might because they like that security and and that um and and the the predictability of being able to go to and from a regular job and it helps in other ways and in terms of getting out of the house. But one thing I've noticed is that when I first started, I was still approaching it in an old fashioned way, you know, whereas because I'd never had to figure out what I wanted and how I wanted to live. I was always just going with the flow. So um, it's a, it's a fascinating, it's a fascinating journey to get to that point where your business is really up and running and doing well. Um, but once you, it's, it's such a great way to actually make your living. It really is because you, your work revolves around you. You don't revolve around your work and mm. like being able to slot it in. And yes, there are, you know, methods of operation. There are certain routines that you've got to do, but they're not necessarily routines for business. Then for me, it's more routines for my personal to, to keep me personally accountable so I can show up for my it. life yeah. and my business. You know, yeah. they're, they're kind of intertwined, but not in a way I'm working on this bit in a way where, um, you know, your, your laptop is kind of glued to you. Um, there is a period of that for me personally, I can't speak for anyone else's journey, but for me, there's a period of adjustment, uh, but, but still being able to still develop my business whilst I'm taking care of my family. Like that's, a, it just, it blows my mind actually the ability to do that. So there's yeah, so there's a level of discipline involved where <laughs> there was a level of discipline in, in both ways really is that that you either attend to your business when you're at home, when mm. you, instead of getting lost in the house duties or whatever else that happens, mm. and there's a level of discipline involved in not not doing it too much and taking the laptop or the phone to the dinner table, and yeah. answering messages day in day out. You've got to establish those boundaries, don't you? And, absolutely absolutely yeah again yeah. you know picking the oh, it's no different if you do go away but for example when you went away to dubbo that no one would have been that happy if you just worked on the laptop all the time all the time so no you no. know it's it's a choice and it's a i think that's what this is all about it's about these choices that we have yes and, it yeah, is. Look, i don't i don't actually um depending on where i'm staying at the time sometimes i do to go to a cafe simply because I might want to have a cup of coffee made by somebody else for a change. Um, sometimes that can be a challenge because it's noisy or you're sitting right next to people and they're, they're talking, which is noisy as well, or the kitchen or the music could be noisy. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I have put on not earphones, but some sort of AirPods or something like that. So I can at least be a bit quieter and hear what I'm listening to. I might be watching a video, but I might be creating a, a post. Um but in general, I've found that the the um, I don't need to do that. Sometimes, I mean, people used to say, you know, if you're working from home, back when it was a bit more traditional work, that you should dress up and go out the door and then turn around and come back in the door as if it's an office and and sit in an office and then, you know, discipline yourself to work all day. But we, we don't have to do that anymore and we can, oh. we can do snippets of work. And y yes, I know anyone who's actually trying to do a Canva illustration or something on a phone knows how how hard that can be. However, I have done that for people who've called me back, uh, called me up and said, I really need you to change this. 
And so I've sat in the car and poked around on my little screen and, and changed an illustration or created one and then emailed it to them. And um, and it's just kind of mind boggling that you can do that. But yes, I absolutely agree with you. My preferred medium is the laptop. And mm. uh, uh, and that's, it's almost my, you know, as they say, your life is in your phone. I'm holding up a phone here out of focus probably. Um, your life and your entire business is in that phone. Mm. Look, the, the interesting thing is to, um, like the development phase of any business um, is it's unpredictable. It really, it's a personal journey, right? Um, and this is the thing like learning to work in a new way, learning and, and honestly, like I just discovered CapCut on the weekend. Mm -hmm. It's like I knew about it before, yeah. Yeah. But I didn't really know about it because, you know, being in the learning phase for me, um, I'm learning so much and I'm ingesting so much information that there's a lot of it that I that I miss and it's not until, you know, a situation arises where, where then it's revisited and it was revisited on the weekend because um, my beautiful cousin who is prolific on social media she just comes up with these, she came up with these great things. And I said to her, God, why are you, how are you doing all these reels? Like I said, reels make me crazy on Facebook and, and trying to put a story up and bloody, it's so, it's annoying. It's really clunky. And she said, oh, cap cut. And she went, dip, 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 dip. and before she knew it, there was a reel. And I went, oh my God, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Like you have just saved me hours of work. So you know, within a matter of minutes, I was able, or even like in less than a minute, I was able to put together a reel that and post it. And and really, with affiliate marketing, um, if you if you're doing social media, that's kind of that's pretty much not all you need to do because you still need to show up as a person. But gee, it makes I think that really relates to the portability of the business. So if you are going away, um, you can have your scheduled posts and you know but then you can push put something together really quickly with an app that highlights what you're up to you know and shows people that what what this type of business can actually do for you in terms of it just gives you the space and the portability to live life on your terms you know so you can't and it's such an incredible learning space I never ever thought that <laughs> Here I am taking over again. I never thought I'd be in the position where I would enjoy, um, I'd enjoy the challenges so much. You oh, know? really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, and and not, they're not easy. They're not some of these challenges. Because you didn't know they were there. <laughs> that's yeah. Oh no, I always knew my challenges were there. I just never wanted to deal with them. Um, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like two birds in a cage and you just have to open one door and they can both fly out because I don't like that other expression. Um, so I'm not only taking care of my the my mental health, my physical health, because it demands, like, this business, for, for me, it demands clarity of mind, right? And if I'm going to be honest and authentic and show up as who I am, I've got to figure out who that is after years of, just showing up for whatever was needed, you know, and that's, that's a, that's, and it's so connected to affiliate marketing because with affiliate marketing, you are the brand, 
You know, yeah. you are the vehicle yep. that is actually pushing a product forward or talking about a product or, you know, that is what you're affiliated with. That's what's going to give you your income. But you are the face. You are the face of that. And to figure that out for some people can be really scary. But at the same time, when if you end up with a business that's not only going to pay your bills but actually really make you some really good good money it sets you up for life it's worth those challenges and that to me that's the real meaning of being authentic it's not actually it's not being superficial and that's really hard it's hard to show up vulnerable um in in that space too because people want certainty when they're dealing with um a new business paradigm, but it's about changing the scope and changing how we look at things and changing the way we do things so that we're not coming from a place where we have to, um, we have to pretend to be something we're not in order to sell something like, you know, it's actually about being yourself and being affiliated with something that is actually so good that people um, can, people will jump on board you know, and either buy the product or go into business with you either way. Um, yeah, so. You've, and, highlighted, and, you've highlighted one one very big difference between, and I know I said before there's not a lot of difference because there aren't, but the one very big difference is this need for what a previous life could have been as an employee in general, mm. which is which is very much not about you at all. It's it's let's face it. It's often just being a cog in the machine that generates income for a company. Mm. Um, as much as you have value to offer the company, it's not about you at all. It's about the processes and work you do. To turning it over to where you are online, operating everywhere, because that's what we're talking about today. Mostly is that you now have to change your whole way of thinking about you being out there and. and learning about who you really are. And this is why it's such a wonderful personal development journey that, okay, mm-hmm. how can I how can I work mobile and be disciplined enough? How can I be myself? Because I'm not used to doing that at all because in the previous I was a cog. And most people find that quite a challenge because they don't know themselves and they're not, they haven't been allowed almost to, to find themselves. And so this... Yeah. This ability to go travel all around the world, literally anywhere with an internet connection, which is most places nowadays, and sit down and go, this is what I'm feeling about today, or this is what I'm doing today, or here's me on a video, is very can be very confronting for people who are not used to it. Having said that, it's it's only a couple of steps before you get you can get quite comfortable with it. So yeah. I I would not I'm just I'm just outlining a challenge that come on for someone who wants to get into an online business, but it, the fact is you can get very used to videoing yourself and very used to typing and typing about vulnerable things or actually just expressing your views of the world um, to p- complete strangers. Mm. And so, as a as a personal development journey as well as a journey traveling around, it's it's quite phenomenal. I don't know anything like it actually. Mm. And look, the, the the reality is, is it. Like you don't have to run your business that way. Like you can still just make it product-centred. But you've got the option. For me personally, I actually want to reach people just like me who have really struggled for whatever reason in um, 
making money. I never fit into the nine to five order. And there was something just so that just did not feel right about me just uh, giving my energy to something that actually doesn't really help me in the long run. Um, and I never, ever thought that I would be, even though I never really thought that I would be in a position to be able to make enough money to support myself and my family because I don't have those um, those formal qualifications. But when you, with affiliate marketing, um, I'm, I know that I, that will set me up for my retirement. I know because I know I have immense confidence in the product and the way I want to approach it. I know that there are people out there just like me and I want to show people that it's okay to take a risk on yourself, that you actually can do it. And this is a really good way of doing that. And look, it's a challenging journey and it's one that um, you kind of need to remain really centered for. Um, but I know, and I know we're going off topic a bit here because we're talking about the laptop lifestyle, but the beauty of it is, is that you can actually run your business whilst you're doing that, whilst you're figuring out who you are. You know, you don't have to, um, you don't have to call in sick if you can't, if you can't get to something on that on that day, you can actually, you are your own boss, so to speak. So you can make your own choices about how you want to how how you want to show up in that day. Um, yeah, and it's a good look. And there's a transition phase. There's a real transition phase, you know, because not everyone has the financial capability to be able to quit their job and then, you know, go into affiliate marketing and there's a transition phase. I, I have to transition into, into that way of thinking, you know, into that way of doing business rather, sorry. Um, and, and, and that takes a while, uh, but it's worth it in the end because a, I get to live. Yeah. I get, I get to live the way I want to, I get to be true to who I am and I get to show others that that's possible. And that's really my main two things that I want to achieve is financial independence and, and wealth and I want to show other people that, that that can be done. Yeah. And without flashing lights and fancy cars, it's just like, hey, actually, you want to make some money? This is a really good product. This is a really good way of doing it. Um, you know, if you want to take the personal development route, I will support you all the way through it. You know, you've got well, this. You can do this. Unlike changing jobs, you don't have to have that massive change because you can investigate affiliate marketing and online business while you're still working at a job. Yeah. And see if you like it, build it up, try new products, mm -hmm. work on the weekends, wherever you want to. Mm -hmm. And so in, in some ways, it's an easier way to try out something and get into a new line, new income or whatever you want to call it, um, whatever it means to you, than going the, the quite a large decision with changing jobs completely. And, and possibly yeah. realizing it's not for you that you've gone to a different company or something and it's really not what you wanted. Whereas to ease yourself into affiliate marketing for however long you feel can can be, well, yeah, look, I can go somewhere on the weekend. I can play around with this and, you know, get on my laptop and do some stuff, build up some income and then go, okay, I'm ready to jump or not. Yeah. Well, ready to jump to a new business is quite a, quite a jump. Yeah, look. Another job. Yes, that's right. So it's, it's, I know a lot of people, myself included, who um, 
who were working when they first started their affiliate journey and you you got to build up your business until such time as you're in a position where you can um, make that transition from uh, full-time or part-time work to full-time affiliate work. And it's so worth it because it, look at really it, in terms of timeline, you, it takes as long as you need it to take to build up. Right. And, and what I'm finding is because of the portability of, of this, I'm able to work it around my family's needs and what I'm finding because I still keep coming back to it it's leading it's led to other things like this podcast and so my desire then that momentum is building so which drives me further especially in the self-development which then gives me the inner strength to continue to run my business which then kind of feeds my my brand of who I am and and the whole thing to sort of really comes together quite slowly it's like all these pieces of a, a puzzle of, of you know our life I guess um slowly come together finally after being for me personally after being separated for so long you know and yeah it's it's fascinating and you know so, you, um, so we we could have run this podcast from Dubbo if we wanted to for example, we we did, yeah, we we absolutely could have, but I I didn't. I thought, no, I just want to hang out with my kids. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> but how good that under pressure. Have done that. I was, I was just saying, as an example of you know how portable this is, we could you could have. I mean, I know people who are actually traveling around and doing the whatever it is, the grey nomad lifestyle podcast. They're sitting there oh, in a tiny so part bad. of the caravan with a microphone and a laptop. I freaking love that. And just they've got a podcast going, you know, and it's. So, I mean, I'm I'm just suggesting that, for example, if you're running a podcast as part of your business or videos, it doesn't matter where you are, you could have been in Dubbo, take your microphone and your laptop, and we could have just had a different background. That's about the only difference. You so know, how easy is that? It would have been pretty, actually would have been pretty cool. Somewhere else. Maybe maybe we should have done it from there. Because it would have really showcased the portability of being. But able that's to do but that's your uh that's your you need to balance your life sometimes. We did that. That's the that's where the work life balance comes <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But how great is it now that we live in a world where this is now an option? You know, it's now an option, and with AI, like there are people who like I struggle with content, and I'm a creative, but I think that it's been buried for so long. I've I've struggled with content, but there's so many there's so many tools out there that can really help you with that, you know. Um, so it's look, it's an exciting time, Tim. It's an exciting time to be in this business paradigm. It really is, and I'm I'm glad I'm in it now. I can't even imagine going back. That's I tried to, but I'm. <laughs> That's the thing. The further you go along in it, the the harder it is, and that's is that to go back. Yeah, and and it's reassuring and reaffirming too to know that, like when I first started, oh my god, I'm taking over again. Cut you out. Yes, you can cut me out. When I first started, my confidence in this industry um, wasn't that high. You know, that was what was really, oh my gosh, have I done the right thing? But you know, six months in, I'm like, oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah, of course. How did I, you know? And this is why we need to do this because it is a valid way of running your life and business. 
in a way that actually suits you. It doesn't have to suit your boss. It doesn't have to suit your supervisor. You meet your own KPIs. You, you know, you 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 set your own goals. And just listening to you say that brings up anxiety in me. Just thinking about the, because I've known someone who's recently applied and worked for um, a, a very big supermarket, and the the induction process and the the online learning, which is almost entirely without a human at all is just mind-boggling, mind-boggling and stullifying of people's in intellect. What you have to do to understand the most basic rudimentary things, because they've got to tell you everything. I'm just I'm they're doing some roadworks here as an example. I'm just pointing out the window for people on audio. And the signs and things they've got up are like, oh, my goodness. Why would anyone be, for example, crossing the footpath when it's completely dug up? But they've got signs there saying footpaths, under repair, you know, detour. And it's like, really, has it got down to this thing where people have to be told every single thing? It's You couldn't even walk across the street. Anyway, my point is that to go back into that that way of thinking where you have to answer to everything, tick off all the boxes, do the most basic stuff sometimes is just, I don't know how anyone could do that if they've been out of that industry or, or out of that lifestyle for a while. Mm. And they've been traveling around and doing what we're saying, working portably, answering to themselves, which is, yes, is a challenge. And that's part of the discipline. Yeah. But I guess some people do need that someone to tell them what to do. Initially, uh, perhaps, but initially. That, that's where their mentors guide them. That's right. But to do that after you've been out for three or six months, few, for example, and I hope you don't mind saying, you know, if you're if you're suffering from an injury and you've got to go back into that job again, it's like that would be very hard. Uh, after, after you know, okay, a couple of weeks, yeah, but after a few months, oh my goodness, how do you adapt? I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine going back. I can't anyway. My injury, and I don't want to. Really, yeah. I, I'm, I'm tired of. I'm tired of my body paying the price hmm. for putting food on the table. You know, I'm getting older. I've nothing has uh, captured my heart enough to keep me there long enough to really make any kind of living. And it's always been about what people can get out of me as opposed to, yeah. you know, and there's very little reward in that. And like, I don't want to do that anymore. I feel like I've just, yeah, my, people's lives are all about that, what they can, you know, siphon out of themselves to support, a system that is kind of designed to keep them down, you know, and this is an empowering, um, this is actually quite an empowering industry to be in because you're taking control and you're taking control on a number of levels. You're taking control with your time hmm. and you're taking control with your money because, um, you know, you make enough money and if you're a heart-centered person, um, you've actually got a shot at making a really big impact and you don't have to have a thousand degrees behind you. You don't have to have, you don't have to be a doctor of anything or have a PhD. You can actually just be a really authentic, genuine person who uh, wants to make a living and, and show others that that's possible. And it actually, I see people doing that every day, you know, and finding your own voice Um is paramount to to you know getting getting to where you want to go. So you know? so and here's the thing which you've it's interesting because you can and I can't imagine 
what level of injury you'd have to have, but you can still run your business with the injury, with an injury, which you can't yeah. you can't go to work, but you can actually keep your online business going. Absolutely. And I've seen people working from hospital beds, you know, because they yeah. posted on social media. Here I am. I, you know, I, I know it's silly, but <laughs> um, I'm not suggesting people do that. But, you know, it's an example of, well, I, I my income may or may not have stopped from my normal job, but I mm -hmm. can keep the online business going. And yes, as you say, with, with AI, and we've just seen a very short demo of something phenomenal coming up about running a business with totally, totally with AI, that you can actually have that doing a lot of the work um, based on your input and your your entire value system. Absolutely, and yeah. Take a week off if you want to. I know you can do that now because you can pre-schedule posts and things like that. But this but is this takes, a different level. Yeah, at the, it takes the guesswork out of it, mm. right? And and you know, so instead of spending hours trying to write something. You're actually using something that is getting to know who you are as a person so that you type in what you want to say and it just kind of formulates it in your language. And so it's still you. It's still you that's doing it. It's, um, But it's just not taking as long. And that's working smarter, right? And that's that's actually what affiliate marketing is about, about working smarter. Mm. Yeah. And now is the time to jump on board. And it doesn't have to be a single source income you can affiliate yourself with lots of different products you know and our, our main gig here and my main gig in life is to really be ethical about it because yeah. there's so many oh, so many people out there um that are just so dodgy they're just so dodgy and it drives me insane and I know that there are people just like me who think what chance do I have do I have to be this dodgy person yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and do I have to, you know, really step on other people so that I can achieve some kind of financial success? You know, guess what? No, no, it actually doesn't need to be that way anymore. And and this is only just now starting to come to light. Now, affiliate marketing has been around for a long time, but it's it's now it's starting to gain real momentum because people are, there's a need out there. There is a need out there for people to live differently and COVID really kind of pushed that to the forefront and it changed, even changed the way we work even in corporations, you know, with working from home and having hybrid oh, roles. It gone, yeah, it hasn't gone back to what it, and it never will. You're right. Well, no, it never will. And, you know, up until that point, working from home was like, oh, yeah. working from home, well, I don't know if you'll be allowed to do that. Well, Thank you, COVID. That's probably the only good thing that came out of it really was it the fact it, that it, it opened our eyes. Yeah. It, it opened our eyes. Never, it, sorry, it forced a change that may never have happened at all because employers have an inbuilt distrust of their employees and, you know, some of that's justified. Mm. But it forced people to work from home and then people nowadays, because I speak to people every day, are still working from home part of the week. Just about yeah. everybody seems to be. And it's yeah. become quite totally acceptable in a very short time. Quite remarkable, really, when you think about it. A lot of admin roles yeah. are um, are hybrid, if not completely work from home. Um, look, the thing is, it's interesting how you said um, the the employers have a distrust. That's because people don't want to work for other people. Yeah, it works both ways. You know? mm. It works both ways. Mm. You know, people are doing things they don't want to have to do in order to earn money. Right. And I get that. We all need to do stuff we don't have to do, right? 
But the thing with this is that the stuff like we, you know, the boring stuff and all the learning and, and you know, whatever a person may struggle with, it's still going to lead to that freedom, right? It's it's not it's not going nowhere because the more you the more you invest and the more you lean into yeah. this way of doing business, yeah. the closer you become to actually living the way you want to live until you wake up one day and you realize that, oh gosh, for the last six months I've actually been doing whatever I want. I didn't even know. And and that that's oh wow, to have that available is just it's it's a lifesaver for me it really is I, I know I'm not going to retire poor as a result of this and I'm not going to have to sell my soul to do it yeah yeah no, so I think, yeah I think the distrust is in that and it's been shown to be true that your most employees nowadays are also in the state where they're going I don't know what's going to happen with this company are they going to keep me going am I going to actually be able to climb up the ladder um, will this job be here at all in three years, one year, six months? Um, there's a lot of anxiety about that happening. And I think there's going to be a lot of high-profile people, like high-up jobs, that whose jobs are going to be taken over with AI. There's there's almost nothing, and 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 look, we we probably should do a podcast on AI, but there's there's almost nothing that won't be touched. And mm. We have no idea. Nobody has any idea of what's what the what the level of these sweeping changes will be because mm -hmm. the it's like a river i use this analogy quite a lot it's like a river coming down a mountain it cuts its own path but in cutting its own path the path changes and That's so right. the new path is cut yes and so the this there's stuff coming out from the changes of the ai which is now generate and i'm not talking about the computer generating stuff that has generated a whole new way of thinking a way of business a way of doing stuff that we we cannot predict yeah it's happening at this unbelievably fast rate mm. that's even i know with my extremely limited knowledge of i've got a lot of knowledge of computers but not ai so much that people go oh yeah but they'll never get rid of doctors they'll never do this and i'm thinking i can see where ai can be used in a lot of stuff and robotics the two together where a lot of work currently being done by these untouchable jobs can be easily taken over with AI. And in fact, a lot of surgery is now, some ridiculously high amount that you wouldn't believe is done with robotic, mm. robotics and and AI. That you wouldn't, under, you, you just wouldn't have believed it. So we're at such a, a point of the curve. We ain't seen nothing yet. No, I know. And, you know, interestingly enough, it'll be interesting to see whether it ups the ante for those, um, for, you know, People that are doing jobs that no one really wants to do, you know, um, is it going to raise the bar on how wait staff are treated? Is it going to raise the bar on how nursing staff are treated? Are they going to get increased wages? Because honestly, as people become more and more aware of this way of doing business, the traditional business owners, our healthcare workers, our teachers, they are all going to need to be treated with a lot more respect and their pockets are going to need to be fuller because this, this particular industry has the potential to take those people away from those jobs. I know already in this market how many nurses, how many freaking burnt out nurses have actually decided I've had enough 
and they've taken on this kind and they are thriving yep. because all of their other nurse friends are jumping on board. Nursing is actually one of the most popular um, uh, uh, people. It's one of the most popular ones that I'm seeing in this space that are, that are converting yeah. uh, because nursing is a really, really tough job and it's a thankless job and it's not really well supported by, you know, so by our, by the government so it'll be interesting to see what happens with all of those roles. And I think, let's face it, the bar needs to be raised. We're going in a totally different direction here, but the bar needs to be raised um, <laughs> with those those um, services. And affiliate marketing is a great vehicle to push that because not everyone's going to want to do affiliate marketing. There are still people out there that are going to want to become nurses, yeah. right, and and you know, garbage collectors and whatnot. Like there are people out there that still want to do those things or that, uh, but the more people that take back their power, I think the better it's going to be for those that are, that, um, that perhaps don't feel that they're aligned with affiliate marketing because it's going to drive their, hopefully drive their wages up a little bit more with any luck anyway. But that's the power of, of intent, isn't it? It is. What what's the before we get on to what you've been reading or listening to this week, what's what are the chances of people uh, maybe that's not quite the right to put it, but there's an opportunity for people to actually do the things they love to do, like something like nursing or caring for people, because it's about caring, mm. but they don't have to get their income from it. They can get their income from somewhere else. And mm. So yes, there's definitely need. Not everyone wants to sit in a chair or by the pool in in Dubbo and and do their business mm. <laughs> because they actually want want to, want to have involvement with people and have real conversations um, more so than you can do probably in the, the line of business we're talking about. But what if what if we just took the whole money thing off the table by providing the income from somewhere else? Mm. And then it's like okay, because um, I can tell you now that uh, waiting in restaurants is could be easily replaced. Within five ten years, mm. it's all there's already plenty of places around the world where that's done, especially in Japan, mm. served by robots. Very <laughs> easily done, very easily done. So, you know, what's the reason? What for world we well, live in? It's economics, perhaps, and it's also some people in most people in waitering positions aren't that great at it. I would be a terrible waiter. <laughs> there you go, left, right, and center. But a great affiliate marketer. Fantastic affiliate marketer. What have you been reading or listening to this week since we last talked? Mm, I have been listening to a podcast Mm. by a woman called Mel Robbins. It's Mel Robbins. Yes. Tony Robbins. Um, And she's wonderful. She's really good. She's, um, it's on Audible. Thank you, Audible. Uh, and I love her. I have a bit of a, I'm a bit of a fangirl, got a bit of a crush, yeah. uh, because she's, um, so passionate about helping people. So passionate about helping, um, showing people that there is a way through their dysfunction, that there actually is a pathway to wellness. And I love that. And it honestly, it, it's inspired me to take action on a number of different levels and it's so, it's really invaluable. Yeah, I've been loving every bit of it. I can't get enough of it at the moment. What about you? So just before I say what I've been doing, do you, when do you actually get to listen to a podcast, for example? What are you doing? Ah, anything. 
Uh, I can be working on my business, uh, which I often do. If I'm um, working on content or if I'm editing videos or whatever, I'll I'll listen to the podcast um, when I'm doing my housework. You know, it's a great way to... um, to learn on the on the run whilst I'm doing things. And because it's a podcast, I don't, there's no action needed other than listening. And um and the material is just so valuable. So yeah. valuable. I recommend it to everyone. Yeah, I have listened to Mel a few times, but I must get back into it. I'm um I've got a diverse range of podcasts I'm listening to at the moment. But well, that's another subject. Um I'm rereading Ryan. I'm just reading because I made some notes. Ryan Holiday's Discipline is Destiny, which is interesting because we've been talking about discipline. Mm. Um, and he's a big fan and a, and a big driver of remembering what the Stoics talked about. And the mm. Stoics, for those who don't know, were a tribe in Greece. Probably was Greece then, but back in, anyway, that area we now know is Greece and probably 2,600 years ago, so 600 years BC, so going wow. back a while. And they were very philosophy, basically. Um, they had a strong philosophy of being disciplined mm. and riding through the, the i think this is the right word the vagaries of life which is so interesting because we we often talk about this sort of stuff um and they had three areas they were talking about one was the body so you have to be um you have to control the body and i don't mean that in a bad way but you have to sort of limit the fluctuations that are happening in your body and, and eat good food and exercise. Yeah. And also, um, yeah, you know, drink good water and nourish the body so that you could go through life without having to deal with illnesses and things. That's pretty obvious. But maybe it wasn't 2,600 years ago. I'm sure there probably wasn't that many people talking about it. Um, <laughs> I also talked about having a moderate mind. So in other words, the same sort of thing, no huge fluctuations in the way you were thinking and have a certain amount of um, discipline about the way what you were thinking about and be focused on what you're doing and so it's lovely that we talked about this in running an online business because it's easy especially if you you are working from home to get sidetracked by home duties and people in the house and um, mm. and you know getting to three o'clock in the afternoon realize you haven't actually done anything yet but you know yeah. the sheets the sheets are washed which is great mm-hmm. um and then the other thing was being uh, disciplined about um, well, the words he was disciplined is about being. Um, I can read it now. About being actualized and not. Um, so what he's what he's saying was being actualized is about being in touch with your spirit and also the spirit of other people. In other words, not realizing that you have a, a presence about you. Yeah, um, you know, the old expression is you go into a a room and you can cut the air with a knife. It was about like having a, a an optimistic and and disciplined spirit about you. Yeah, and yeah. So in that way, he was talking about um, uh, you know, being disciplined and just not being distracted and so on. So that's a very quick summary but it's it's quite a long book and he and he goes he delves deeply into the way the stoics thinking and a lot of people love this way of thinking and it is i, t- I tend to think it's a, a little bit of a male way of thinking to some extent yeah yeah um, because it is about you know i mean you're talking about roman times at some stage and you know mm. greek times when there was hercules and all this sort of thing it's a manly type kind of philosophy 
Mm, um, but there's certainly I've certainly seen a lot of women talking about it and have their own own way of thinking about it. So that's kind of what I'm reading at the moment, amongst all the other things I'm reading and and listening to, and including. That sounds podcasts. amazing. Yeah, sounds fascinating. It's funny how we always come back to things. Always tend to go in circles. You always end up coming back to the beginning. It always comes back down to uh, nutrition uh, and taking care of your physical self because it's your physicality that operates your mental. So the brain, even it, it's a physical thing. You've got to take care of it. Yeah. yeah. You have to carry your body. Otherwise it starts to break down. Well, body, body, mind, and spirit, although that's a kind of a very Western way of thinking about it because there is no real separation. You, well, there you, isn't. No, you can't have a mind really. without a body, for example, <laughs> you know, it just doesn't make any sense, but we're as Westerners, we're very we're trained to to dissect things and isolate things so much. So, you know, you've got the brain, yes, the mind, sure. and then the body, and then well, no, it's just one functioning nature unit connected to everything else too. Yep. So, what are we talking about next week? And I don't know. I know. Talking about next week. I think we've got an interview. Oh yes, we do. <laughs> How exciting! Oh my gosh! Wow. Forgot about that. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, we have a really special guest uh, coming on our show, our very first one. It's so exciting. Um, she's in the affiliate marketing space, of course, and I can't wait to speak to her and, and you know, talk to her about her journey so far. She's, um, yeah, she's a great girl. So that's what we're doing next week. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. So thanks for thanks for listening, everyone, and and like and share our podcast and our YouTube video stream if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Absolutely, and um, if you want to know more about what Tim and myself do in affiliate marketing, just reach out to us uh, on Facebook. You can reach out to us individually. You can reach out to us through the affiliate, um, the Ethical Affiliate Podcast page. Uh, yeah, and we're looking forward to, you know, touching base with you next week and interviewing our first guest. Very exciting stuff for episode number five. Great to chat, Ida, and uh, thanks for chat, listening Tim. and watching everybody. Yes. Take care. Bye. Have a great week. Bye. See ya.